Hey everyone, this is AM Reviews. I'm Adrian. I'm Muhammad. This is a podcast where we talk about movies, TV shows, and all things superheroes. Be sure to check us out on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter, which will all be linked in the description of the podcast. Thanks for listening. Welcome back, everybody, to AM Reviews. It's Muhammad and Adrian. And we're here to review the Disney Plus original film, Raya and the Last Dragon. Or is it Raya? It's one of those. Oh, you know, I knew it when I watched the movie. And then someone after the movie said it two different ways. And now I don't know. <laughs> Let's go with Raya. Let's go with that. Yeah. Um, so this movie stars... Um, <clears throat> Kelly Marie Tran as Raya, Aquafina as Sisu, which is the dragon, uh, Gemma Chan as Namari, uh, Daniel Day Kim as Binja, Benedict Wong as Tong, and Sa- Sandra Oh as Varana. But essentially, this movie is about Long ago, in the fantasy world of Kumandra, humans and dragons live together in harmony. However, when sinister monsters known as the Drun threatened the land, the dragons sacrificed themselves to save humanity. Now, 500 years later, those same monsters have returned and it's up to a lone warrior to track down the last dragon and stop the Drun for good. But what did you get from Raya and the Last Dragon. <laughs> yeah, so <clears throat> I thought for one thing, the movie looked really nice. It was like super clear. And, um, you know, obviously it was a cartoon CGI, but it still felt like real somehow, particularly like the landscape shots and things like that. It just seemed like you were really in a different world. So, um, and this was released on Disney Plus. So I feel like, you know, even after this year of things being released online instead of in theaters, I don't think we sacrificed much visually from this. It still came across beautifully. Um, the story was, uh, it was a nice journey to watch. I saw someone compare it to um, Ang- the last airbender. And I was like, oh, that seems very similar in a lot of ways that I did not realize until they said that. Um, but it was a great story. Aquafina was uh, pretty funny as usual um, and as Sisu. And um, yeah, it's, it's just a nice little ride along journey um, uh, about this small, I think East Asian um, community broken up and brought back together by trust, I guess. <laughs> yeah, little spoiler there, but um... Yeah, I, I really did like this one. I thought it looked nice. The visuals were amazing. Um, that's pretty much a given with Disney. They have all the money in the world to spend on their technology and CGI and whatever they need to make a really good animated film. And um, that's always a given with them. So uh, I really did like the story, kind of discovering something that was in the past and then having to bring it back just so you can save the world. Um, I can see some similarities to 
Avatar The Last Airbender. Um, I don't think there were any powers to master here, like with Aang, how he had to, you know, master fire, water, and earth. He was already a master airbender. But, you know, I, I really did like this one. Yeah, and it was it was a cute story, and it felt. I mean, nothing was like too silly. There were jokes in it that were pretty funny. I think where some of the characters you meet along the way. There's this war. Um, I mean, dragons, of course, um, and I feel like these dragons they looked more like the um, Asian um, drawings of dragons and the parades they do where the people are standing underneath the dragon, you know, making a dance and whatnot. These were kind of like long skinny dragons, with big heads. This kind of reminded me of that, um, which I thought was pretty neat. Um, but yeah, I was, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I really did. Yeah. I think this is a pretty good one. Um, does it make it in that top tier for you as far as Disney films? I don't know. I mean, I like Disney, some Disney films for different reasons. Um, this one, I mean, it had really good music, but I would say the soundtrack wasn't a, sh- you know, a part of the show this time, like in some Disney movies. Um, there were some funny parts, but things like the drone or the drun, um, the evil being in this one, it was just purple cloud. Which <laughs> not really explained why that it exists. Is it like fear personified? What there was no one controlling it. It's Galactus. That's what. It, yeah, just the dark cloud taking over the world <laughs> for no reason, and somehow Dragon Light beats it. Other than that, okay. the story was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think you know, uh, kind of the the, the self discovery and growth of. Raya throughout the story really kind of draws you in. But as far as on the villain side, um, I think we get more of a human villain than the drone, you know, the cloud monsters. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I definitely like that better. I think the drone was just the catalyst for them to get something. I agree. Um, I guess you could argue that um, Raya's ex-friend was uh, a villain of sorts, um, Namari. She, you know, they were kids and, you know, they geeked out about some dragon stuff. And um, we had Raya show Namari where the... Um, okay. Oh, so we're getting into some spoilers here? Yeah, yeah. we're getting to the story now. Okay. Um, what was it called? The, the Oh, what was it, the orb? What was it called? Uh, just call him an orb. I guess, yeah, this this dragon-created orb that protects them from the drone um, was broken into pieces. And um, this island, this country, um, is made up in the shape of a dragon. And each of the communities has a different name based on that area. Um, the heart, talon, fang, um, tail. and Probably tail. I did like how they did that. You it know, was neat. Each part yeah. of the country was named after the dragon. And spine. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, spine. And they each kind of took on, you know, character characteristics of that. And Namari was from Fang and Raya was from Heart. And they kind of behave as such. Like these are the different kingdoms. Um, they're different um, chiefs and things like that. Once they all 
divided after um, the dragons left. And um, Raya, being from heart, I guess, you know, was trying to follow in her father's footsteps and show love when they were all invited to their their home, the different tribe leaders, and brought Namari to the heart, to the um, orb that they had, or piece that they had, and Namari took it upon herself to steal it, causing the end of the world again. Um, and they're forever bitter frenemies after this. And the, a lot of the story is chasing their trust arc um, throughout the film. So in a way, Namari is a villain, but I don't know. Villain, arch nemesis, I don't know. They come together um, and yeah. I mean, that's fast forward through the story. Right. <laughs> but, right. Uh, <laughs> well, um, oh, we'll go with Raya. Raya, her father is the protector of this orb. Um, it's the this duty has been passed down to him to protect the orb, and now he's about to pass it down to her before they have this big meeting with all the other countries um, surrounding them. And, you know, they want to build some trust so humans can all work together like before, you know, not have any kinds, kinds of wars. But the father is very trusting. Um, he believes that people can still change. So he invites the whole country in. And that's when you have the whole meeting of Namari and Rhea. And they, um, you know, like you said, geek out over the dragons. I think it's a, was it like a hair thing or whatever it is? A uh, necklace. <laughs> necklace. Okay. Yeah. Of, uh, Sisu. Yeah. So yeah, they geek out over that, but Namari betrays her, causes destruction. It, it breaks the orb and each country grabs a piece of the orb and goes back to the, the, uh, their own country. <clears throat> but then that's when everybody splits up. The dark clouds, the drun start coming in and taking over and basically turning everybody into stone. Um, right. Rhea's father, he gets turned into stone and most of the civilians surrounding them who didn't escape get turned into stone. Um, but, you know, many years pass by. Rhea has now grown up and she's looking for that last dragon so she can bring peace back to the world. Um, and then that's when we go on this little journey where she finds um, <clears throat> the dragon and they start to collect all the pieces of the orb so they can, um, well, really so the dragon can put everything back in, back into normalcy. Right. But um, I mean, the, the story actually goes by pretty quickly, very quickly. You don't really get to spend much time in many of the places. Mm -hmm. at least from my perspective. Um, and each yeah. time that the that they get a piece of the orb, the dragon just absorbs it and is able to use that power. Um, each part of the orb has a power of the dragon's siblings. So uh, Sisu, the dragon, has some siblings who all sacrificed themselves to save the world and that's where uh, Sisu came in to, um, you know, use all those powers to stop all of the drun. And that's what they're trying to do again. But she collects, uh, well, as they're going throughout the story, they collect a piece of the orb and she absorbs their power. Um, 
some of the powers are okay compared to others, okay. I think. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shape shifting, um, running in the rain, which is pretty cool. I guess they can't fly, but they can run on raindrops. Yeah. Um, super fast swimming with Sisu's ability. Um, what were the other ones? Oh, glow um, in the dark. Yeah, glow in the dark, you know, some stealthy stuff. Right. Um, is there a fifth one? Uh, man, I'm just drawing <laughs> blanks. They weren't that impressive. No, they weren't. Shape shifting was cool, but she didn't do it for that long and it didn't really make a huge impact. Um, running in the rain, glowing in the dark, swimming fast. Yeah, I mean, not your most explosive dragon. Um, was there even fire breathing? No. <laughs> oh, yeah, she had that, that smoke stuff, you know, kind of like a smoke screen. Oh, that was one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, a, a really nonviolent dragon. A very nonviolent dragon. <laughs> like, did it fight? Which is fine. I guess it didn't fight. I mean, it was a cloud they were fighting against. So. They just shine their light at it. <laughs> Very family friendly, you know. Um, <laughs> just shine the light and then go away. Right. Um, how do these things get 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 around throughout the day? Those uh, the drone. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Sunlight is not a thing that fight hurts them. It is just they just appear out of nowhere. Unless there's a dragon or an orb. Which... But what, oh, okay, but what's stopping them from taking over some of the other parts of the dragon country that are, you know, have, has a civilization? I don't like, know. Like, um, Rhea, she goes to this place after she meets a little boy on the boat. Um, it's a dark place. Or, well, I mean, it's actually at night. Right. And she's going to meet this person, uh, the, the leader of that country, who everybody says has the part of the orb. But she runs into this baby, which she think, thinks is cute, you know, very innocent. But the baby ends up being a con baby and steals <laughs> a piece of the orb. Um, and I'm just wondering, why hasn't that civilization been taken over by the drone? Because um, I don't think the orb can just do like a, a force field around that whole place. No, and they didn't even have any before Raya came. So... No, they have one, the, the oh. leader. Oh, that's right, the old lady. That's right. Um, it's unclear. It's very vague, this whole drun darkness thing. <laughs> and it's very plot convenient. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're not really the folk the main focus i mean they kind of are they're, they're the driving force but they're not the main focus mm -hmm. um which you know makes it kind of confusing you get to learn more about the characters here more than anything um you know like with raya and how she's trying to get her um father back and all of the civilization that's why she's um still hoping to find this dragon which she does um, which is Sisu, um, Aquafina, her character. Um, and this isn't your normal dragon. 
or personality for a dragon, I guess. You know, just noble and knows what to do. <laughs> <laughs> She's just kind of a jokester. Just want to, I don't know, live life like there's. Yeah, I feel no like <laughs> if they would have put Aquafina as Sisu in Mulan, like that's that's what it felt like was was missing. Since we what didn't you... have uh, since we didn't have the dragon in Mulan, Eddie Murphy's character. Oh, okay, uh, Mushu. Mushu, yeah. Sisu feels like a Mushu, who's a different comedian. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But they they play different characters, or at least, or I would say at least the role for the movie. Yes, Mushu is a protector. Sisu is the chosen one, I guess. Yeah, the chosen one in in this case. Um, but in her explanation, she says that any of them could have been chosen. They just chose her. They trusted her to carry out the mission to save the world. Right. Um, and uh, you know it worked out, but um, I would say the biggest enemy that we mentioned earlier, which uh, Namari, which is initially the friend of uh, Rhea when they're children, but she's basically just chasing her, trying to track her down so they can get the part of the orb that she has. Um, did they ever say that they wanted to bring the orb together? Um, Namari, the country that she was from? Um, Before Rhea came in, I guess, to do it. I don't think so. I think they're more like isolationists, where we'll just protect our own and not worry about the rest of the world. Yeah, they're on that Black Panther, because they were highly developed. Right. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Everybody else is just living around in the slums while their country is just like all bright. Everything is well developed. They have like a whole temple. Like <laughs> they have so much more than everybody else. Why it was like that is not explained. Why Fang and Hart handle this money? Um, I don't know. It's maybe Fang is like the Fire Nation, um, and Hart is like the Earth Nation or the Earth Kingdom in. Avatar: The Last Airbender. Oh, I could see they it. have the most power. I could see it, um, and I say the other flip is uh, in this case, Aang isn't Raya, but Aang is no Sifu. Yeah, oh, Sifu. Yeah, yeah. Um, because I guess it makes Raya. Uh, what's her face? Um, uh, Katara. Katara. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, I, I guess, yeah, that does make sense, Katara. Well, yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of similarities here. Is she even she even has a big beast she rolls around on. <laughs> Was it an armadillo? It looked like one, like a giant armadillo. Um, okay, yeah. She, she rode it like Aang rides the air ball thing. Air? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> He's talking about his actual power, not right. The, his actual power, yeah. Not not Appa, not the right. uh, the bison. Right. That's another thing that they had in this film, um, which was similar to Avatar: The Last Airbender, which was the mix of animals. Yeah. 
um, which was pretty nice to look at. Um, I guess this um, this uh, movie is not that original. Well, it's it's like it's you know, <laughs> it's definitely a movie you've never seen before. <laughs> but there are elements that are related to other things we've definitely seen before. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I really liked it while I was watching it. I, I think it's I definitely rewatchable. Um, I agree. It's amazing to look at. I like how the color palettes and um, yeah. the glows at night from the orb and um, the different countries or parts of the country that they show. It's all nice to look at. It is definitely very beautiful. Yeah. Um, but maybe we needed some more clarity with some of the world, you know, the main villain, the drone, the cloud of smoke. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but really, you can wrap this story up pretty quickly. I mean, basically, it's them collecting the pieces of the orb to bring um, the dragon powers together so they can get rid of the drun. But then Amari gets in the way. Then she contemplates on what side she's actually on. Um, her mother is all about, you know, isolationism and um, just getting their own and not worrying about anybody else. Uh, but for some reason, I guess she saw trust in uh, Sisu when they locked eyes at one point. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll go with it, but yeah, that happened. Um, and it comes to a boiling point where Namari and Rhea are fighting. This is just before Rhea is about to get the last part of the orb. And um, Sisu, she jumps in the way and gets killed by an arrow, which uh, is a little bit believable. Even though Rhea's father got shot by an arrow and he didn't die. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know about that. Well, I don't know. These are pretty weak dragons for one <laughs> But I, <laughs> I was like, huh? And it happened so quickly, I'm like, what what happened? <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, I, I guess I'll go with it. And then yeah. and, that's what sets them off where they just throw everything that they had built up to that point, which they, I mean, they were a little, they were contemplating a little bit about working together, but then they start actually going at each other and fighting. And then, um, that's when, uh, the drones start coming in and taking over, uh, Fang. Oh no, actually I think it's Talon. Oh yeah. Well, that's, that's a different one. Huh? Which one is Talon and which one is Fang? Is Namari part of Fang or Talon? I was thinking that was the same thing. I thought they were different. <laughs> Let's look it up. So we had five regions. We had heart, Fang, Talon, Spine, Tail. Oh, okay, okay. Well, it probably was Fang. I don't know why I was second guessing myself. Um, but yeah, they're, they're taking over Fang, the drone, and then um, turning everything into stone while 
they were fighting Namari and Rhea. But then it kind of come, it, it comes to a point where they kind of have to trust each other. Um, the group that Rhea has brought with her along her journey, um, they each have a piece of the orb trying to fend off the drun, the, the clouds of smoke. And um, really they're backed into a corner and Rhea tells her team, hey, let's trust Namari. I'll be the first one. So she gave her part of the orb to Namari and the drun just immediately turned her into stone and the rest of them follow. Yep, sacrifice. And, yep, sacrifice and trust. Then out of nowhere, a burst of light shines. Um, I think Sisu comes back and the whole world is saved. <laughs> the dragons come back. The dragons come back after that point for no reason. Um, yeah. Why didn't they come back before? The first time they did this, they all turned to stone and stayed stone. <laughs> Not explain why it didn't happen that way this time. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I just missed something. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I did like watching this. It's it's pretty enjoyable. Um, they have some nice jokes here and there. It's nice to look at. It's right. an adventure. They kept calling each other Bataris as an insult. No idea what that means, but <laughs> such a Batari. Oh. Maybe that's an animal. Maybe. I like the um, those cats that they were running on. I mean, they're more like tigers. Oh, yeah. They're like huge Siberian tigers or something. Yeah. Um, that was nice. You know, the, seeing the different kinds of animals that they had in their region. It was nice. Um, but, yeah, I, I guess there are a lot of holes in here. There are. I mean, that is, it was still a good movie. It was still nice to watch. Um, but there were some things that didn't quite add up or quite make sense. Um, but yeah, at like one point, I guess the drun maybe comes back and goes at times because the baby that Raya was um, on her team, I guess, helping her out, the baby was clearly a baby. But the drun thing had happened like five years prior and her parents were gone. So what <laughs> happened to them? Or the baby should have been older. The baby should have been older or the drone came back at some point randomly. I guess they can always be taken away. I don't, I don't know. Well, maybe the parents, they got I don't know. They, they they went off course and ran into the drun. Because yeah. <laughs> well, really, we shouldn't think about it too hard. It's, <laughs> I just wanted a baby character. I know, but the more you think about stuff, it's like how how did that happen exactly? How was she friends with monkeys? How did they understand each other? I don't know. It's a con baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Felt like something out of Boss Baby and uh, Madagascar penguins. Ah. <laughs> I have not seen that in a while. Madagascar. Oh yeah, I never watched the third one. 
Madagascar or Europe or something? I think the first one was good enough. Everything after that, mm, I really wasn't interested in watching. The second one was pretty good. Back to Africa. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I don't even know. Not like the first one, (laughs) but it was pretty good. But the third one, I never watched. But they, there's, they make they make a lot of money. So I'll be surprised if they don't do a fourth one. Oh, yeah. Why not? You know, rake in the money. Children will show up. Um, but any other thoughts about Ray and the Last Dragon? Uh, no, it's definitely beautiful. Definitely should watch it. It's, it's um, Right now, there is no extra fee to watch it. There was a $30 fee to watch it on Disney Plus, but um, I believe now they've finally gotten rid of that because it's been out for a while. So give it a watch. Um, I'm sure the kids will definitely love it because it's just nice to look at. And there's a few jokes along the way. It's not too serious, not too goofy. Right in the middle. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's I don't think it's worth a $30 price tag. But it's a good thing that is available now with your normal subscription to Disney Plus. Right. I'll say definitely give it a watch. So let's go ahead and give it a rating. So the lowest rating is trash, middle is background noise, and the highest is a banger. So how would you rate the Disney Plus original film, Raya and the Last Dragon? I would rate this as a low banger. Low banger, okay. I wouldn't say it's quite background noise because it is such a nice movie to watch. Um, but I don't I wouldn't say it's amazing either. Yeah, I would agree. But it, it's Disney, it's Disney mediocre, which is always better than most things. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Um, it's hard to find a bad animated Disney film. Um, and this is far from that. So um now that we've discussed it, I'm going to go with a high background noise. Um, okay. Because, I mean, you can just enjoy just from having it on mute. Oh, yeah. The sound was off, and this was just your, like, screensaver for the day. Beautiful. Yeah. Looks absolutely amazing. But, I mean, there's a lot of holes in the story. You can still enjoy it. I, I mean, I highly recommend it. But... It's not going to knock your, knock your socks off. Um, it's not going to be one of the best of all time in the Disney vault. But, no. um, you know, give it a watch. It's, it's pretty good. Yeah. And I think I think that does it. Yeah. So um, thank you, everybody, for listening. Make sure to check out our other platforms, including YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter, which will all be linked in the description. And if you want to send us a message, you can click the message link to get featured on the show. And thanks for listening.